Hello everyone. Um I know it's been a while. I don't know if anyone even listens to this anymore. Probably not because it's been such a long time since I put up a previous episode, but hello again. I'm so sorry. I know some of my friends, like two or three people, two people probably, that have wanted me to post new episodes. So since I'm in lockdown, I have nothing better to do. I thought, you know, might as well make a new episode. Um, I don't know what to name this episode yet, so I'm just going to leave it blank for now. But if you don't know me, my name is Amy. I have graduated university and I am starting, well, technically I have started my new job. And I'm speaking kind of quietly now because... Okay, the main reason why I haven't really recorded anything is because I live in a new place. It's not new. I've literally been living here for around a year. But because there's not much space between my flatmate's room, the toilet, and my room, it just I'm just really paranoid that I can hear things I said, even though I'm acting like I haven't cried my eyes out and you know done other questionable stuff in my bedroom that you might have already heard so um yeah i just kind of want to talk about my view in life which might sound really weird but also it's 11 11 right now so if you want to make a wish go ahead <laughs> i don't know why i'm saying that but yeah make a wish you done okay if you're not done, I'm sorry about cutting you off. But I just want to talk a bit about my view of life in general and relationships with people. Now, that when I'm talking about relationships, I don't mean like romantic partnerships. I just mean friends, family, all that fun stuff. Um, and I'm going to try and make this short because I'm recording this on Anchor. And it says it can only record to 30 minutes, so hopefully I don't ramble too much. And I'll keep this short. So, in this past eight months, I've had kind of like a roller coaster of emotions. And I have had quite a few interesting. Um, how do I explain, like, not relationships, but I've been out with a few people, um, it's been interesting, everything's ended badly so far, <laughs> um, and you might be wondering, wow, she has really bad luck, yes, unfortunately, some might say that I'm unlucky in love, well, I'm not in love, but, you know, just never really had any good luck with finding someone that can kind of you know, I wouldn't, okay, I hate this word, but vibe, I mean, not vibe, but uh, on the same emotional wavelength as I am, um, and also this episode might get highly personal, so if you don't want to hear me rant about my findings and failures, you can just stop listening to it right now, um, well, let's just start with life first, so, I am what you would call 
a hopeful, optimistic person, or at least I try to be. Also, really sorry for the background noise. I can't cut this off. I don't have a good mic. I'm literally using the mic on my earphones. And yes, I do live beside the train tracks, like Ladybird. Just kidding. That's such a cringe reference. Um, but yes, I am a very optimistic person. Ironically, I always expect and wish for the best for everyone that I know. Um, but unfortunately, people are not the same. Um, and with being an optimistic person and being very hopeful, there comes a pressure of me having extremely high standards. I hold extremely high standards to myself and other people, and by this I mean romantic potential romantic relationships. Again, when I'm using the word relationships, I don't mean monogamous relationships. I mean literally just meeting people in in a non-platonic sense, wanting to like pursue something with them. I don't know what it is about me, I guess, but I always seem to like and attract people that are very avoidant in their emotions. And um, I think I talked to my friend about it, and I think they they said something about how if you are anxious attached, you tend to attract avoidant people because that's how the dynamic would work. And I I mean not ideally, but I've heard something along the lines of how you always just tend to seek. Well, that's how I think of it at least. Like you always try to look for something that you can't have. And for some reason, I'm very attracted to people that won't give me the time of the day. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, because I like to achieve the unattainable. I know I'm not the only one, because I know a lot of people that fall under the same issues as I do, unfortunately, which sucks. But that's just the reality of the situation. I won't go into too much detail about what's been happening these past few months but all I can tell you is with every single person that I've been out with which is not a lot none of them have said that they wanted to delve into a relationship and they're all emotionally very distant now I don't know what it is about that and maybe I could even you know start a thesis (laughs) write a thesis begin an experiment just go on a dating app and just swipe to my heart's content and gather like 12 people to do a longitudinal experiment (laughs) i'm just kidding i won't won't do that but i just don't really get it i feel like i don't know why okay i was gonna talk about life but i'll just talk about people and relationships first i feel like with the culture like dating culture that we have nowadays even though look i'm talking about this as if i've been on like a hundred dates no i haven't disclaimer i have not been in a serious relationship um i've only really had a casual i don't even know what that was thing with this person um i'm incredibly inexperienced wow (laughs) experienced inexperienced with dating so you might have to 
think of that as I'm telling you how I feel about relationships and dating in general. But I feel like with our generation, dating culture has been really like fucked. You know, it's been it's terrible, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that I don't know what it's called, like the wave of feminism where people are like, oh, you know. It's good to be liberating and like involve yourself in hookups with no meaning. Um, just go at it for experience or whatever. I don't even, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but it's just something about labels. Also, I feel like in our generation, we're so deathly afraid of labels. I am too, not really towards this, but more towards sexuality, which I will not cover in this episode, but. It just feels like we're also afraid of being tied down, which kind of like weirds me out because why has the dating scene changed so much? And what's so bad about having labels? And I've noticed a trend with a lot of guys and my sources are just from TikTok and the internet, so I don't know how reliable that is. But there are so many guys nowadays that want everything to do with you and then nothing at all. And then just saying that they can't get into a relationship. And why is that? Because I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. And I know a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but I know for a fact that there are so many guys that are like that. And I'm just wondering if, like, something, is there something wrong with the water that we're drinking? Like, I just don't really understand the problem with having labels or just saying that you're dating someone because what even is dating what even is being in a relationship you know what does that what does that entail because if you're just seeing someone that can be considered dating right i don't know i i think it's just the past few months I've just been thinking a lot about, you know, commitment, getting with someone, spending time with somebody, getting to know them, and the whole act of having to be completely vulnerable and open and just sharing everything you have with a stranger or, like, someone that you barely knew from two or three months ago. And I just don't understand people that are, like, serial daters uh, I will not name names, but there's this girl that I know that every single time I see her, she is always in a relationship or she's always seeing someone. It's like she has she has never been single throughout. I like to say I've known her for maybe two years. I'm not friends with her, but I know of her. And it's just people like that really, really scare me. Um, I'm not saying that I'm judging you. It's just, I don't understand why you have to be with someone at all times and why you feel such a strong need to have every single day of your life to be with someone. Like, why can't you, why do you have to be with someone all the time? And that also kind of, I'm just trying to segue into how I enjoy being alone a lot right now. And I feel like when I tell people that, it's either people praise me 
for being able to do things by myself or they feel really bad for me. And it genuinely concerns me how so many people our age are terrified of doing things alone, which, I mean, it's fair to say, like, you want to go outside and at night or you want to go to some dingy-looking place and spend time alone. I'm sure that's like, pretty dangerous, but I just don't understand why being alone is seen as such a sad thing. I've seen tweets of people saying oh I saw an old man eating by themselves uh, by yeah by themselves and he just looks so sad I wish I could join him what the hell is that supposed to mean because when I eat alone I, I actually have I like it genuinely makes my day when I eat by myself alone at well this was prior to lockdown every weekend I try and make time to go to the French market near my house and it's one of the highlights of my week every time I go there because there's literally nothing no one but yourself your own presence and it's there's just something so unlike that experience like no one will ever replace how you feel when you're truly alone and I don't know if people get that when I'm trying to say that I feel most content and at ease when I'm by myself in my own presence when I'm that's be it you know when I'm eating I'm walking I'm sitting in my bed alone I mean obviously when I do it when I'm what I mean like I'm sitting in my bed alone is when it's like usual hours of the day when I spend weekends by myself or just like when I spend the night alone which is pretty much every day for me don't know why I'm saying that like it's some sort of thing that doesn't really happen and I just feel like a lot of people don't get that you have to be truly comfortable with by yourself like that's one of in my opinion I don't know if this is part of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs or some shit like that but if it's if he didn't add it in there I'll add it there myself and I think that being able to be by yourself truly and doing things is so 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 important it's so vital to your growth and i am not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a sociologist but i know for a fact that when once you learn how to enjoy yourself you will be so fulfilled and you won't really crave the presence of other people I know I sound a bit like like a sociopath, but I used to want to spend a lot of time in my day with people like friends. I feel really, really desperate. This is maybe like a year ago, two years ago. I feel really desperate and I need to fill my day with someone else. Um, I hate the idea of eating at restaurants alone because I feel like people would stare at me and think I'm really pathetic. Um, Which, you know, sometimes it crosses my mind, but not really that much anymore. But to be honest, like, also this doesn't really apply if you have social anxiety, which I'm pretty sure I don't have because I don't really give a fuck. But then I overthink a lot, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, But 
yeah, it's just a lot of people are just too scared to do things alone. And you just really need to say fuck it and like go out of your comfort zone. Obviously, like this is not gonna help, you know. I'm not trying to give you advice, but I'm just trying to say that you have to really enjoy being by yourself because no one is gonna love you more than you. And I know that sounds really fucking cheesy, but I've been thinking about this a lot and I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like in my life, I've always kind of felt like a second option. And I'm not trying to look for pity, okay? Like, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of treating this as my therapy because I clearly need it. But all my life, I've kind of felt that way. I still do. I always feel like there's always going to be someone, if there's someone that I like, and I just mean like as in even with friendships or family or whatever, that there's always going to be someone that I'm replaceable, that someone can always, always just take my place from that person's life. And I just, I can just like not exist. And so because of the attitude I have in life, I started to tell myself, you know, if no one's gonna really take the time out of the day to think about you or put you as their first priority, why not just do it yourself? Because if no one's gonna be there for you, at least you have yourself. And by saying this, I now understand why my psychologist thinks, oh, not my psychologist, my psychiatrist thinks that I'm really self-aware and that I don't really have any problems. Which kind of goes into the topic of life. Um, I don't really know what kind of connection I'm trying to make, but in terms of living life, I found that recently it can be quite difficult to do so. Um, and sometimes I really wish that I was religious. Um, and I'm not trying to say this in like a, oh, I, you know, I just want to thank God for every day that I live. I want to thank God for the food that he's put on my table. Like, mind you, I'm not even Christian. I'm Buddhist. So I don't know why the fuck I try to make that, um, comparison. But I always feel like, you know, when I, when, even when I grew up in like primary school, um, high school, that, the religious people in my school are often the happiest and that's because I feel like they always have faith that they can back themselves back themselves up upon and they always feel like they have God by their side but because I wasn't really raised religious I don't really have that same experience and I'm also a bit skeptical although I am a bit more spiritual well I'm much more spiritual than I am religious but it's just something about these people that are like, no offense, so delusional. And like speaking of delusional and religious people, um, in my previous work, I had someone pass me a letter, like a letter in like a white envelope with little heart-shaped plush stickers that said thank you. And it was written in like both ballpoint pen 
that's not important but I opened it up and it's just this man right he's wearing a coat he just gave it to me and he was like here you go and I'm like oh thanks um and I was like oh cool and I opened it up and it's a Jehovah's Witness like it's a letter written by the Jehovah Jehovah's Witness trying to recruit people to get into their religion like honestly what the fuck are they doing it's so creative like instead of passing out flyers and stalking you on the street they're giving you love letters and to be honest like on that day i felt so important i'm like oh wow somebody somebody is giving like a love letter to me maybe it's a sign well it's not it's just a sign from god i suppose but yeah with all this time by myself and i'm just kind of in my own head a lot it just really got me thinking about how I am as a person, how I should be living my own life, and how, oh, I went to, again, I mentioned this like a few minutes early, but I went for a psychiatrist appointment because I thought that there was something seriously wrong with me, but apparently there isn't, um, even though I still believe that, and, you know, I guess like, with a lot of self-loathing, you never really realize how aware you are of your own person until you talk about yourself to someone else and they're like, wow, you know, you're so intelligent, you're so intuitive. But that's just because, like, your brain is obviously, obviously, what? Always constantly repeating the same thoughts about yourself over and over and over again until, like, it drives you properly insane. I don't know what kind of point I was trying to make, but if you're like me, please get help. Um, and if you're not, I'm very happy for you because it's hard to live in your own brain when it won't shut up. There's no point that I'm trying to make in this. It's just times are hard. It's never really going to get any easier. Uh, not to sound nihilistic or anything, but everything's going to go downhill from here in terms of life and not my personal life I feel but I think just the wider and bigger world like a bigger perspective of just the world in general other countries people poverty diseases all that it's just gonna get worse and um so I guess my message to you is you kind of only have one life to live, unless if you believe in reincarnation, which I'm kind of struggling to at this point. Um, do whatever the fuck you want, because if not, you're probably going to regret it. But if you're too scared to do it, that's fine. Don't blame yourself. Um, it's just like, you know, people just need to take it easy. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And also, I must say, the only reason, the other reason why I'm continuing this is because I recently got inspired. If you consume similar types of media as me, you probably know the podcast Emergency Intercom, which is made by two of my favorite on well one of my favorite online um presence people what, what is that term like a micro celebrity i don't know um 
Enya Umanzor. I don't actually know how to pronounce her last name, but I've been a f well, you could say I'm a fan of hers. But I never really realized like how therapeutic talking to myself is. And when I watched that, it actually felt really good because I don't know seeing someone else uh, manically ramble at a camera makes me feel really good because I know that there's other people that are suffering like me so that's why I wanted to do this again and also because I'm really fucking bored and there's only so much you can crochet and there's only so much that you can do without you know losing your mind and your fingers cramping up and no one's talking to me so and I'm not looking for pity okay I'm not pity mongering whatever the fuck but I'm just saying like I feel like this is the best way that I can express my feelings just to a computer screen um I have five more minutes so I think I will kind of wrap it up here and say that today I went on a walk and I listened to a few songs and I like to recommend a song to end this episode um it's called it's called make believe by caro caro bonito um they're this group that made that flamingo song i'm pretty sure that how many shrimps something something they actually have a lot of other good songs so yes the song's called make believe it's really really good if you watch anime you probably don't and if you like K-On you will love this song if not enjoy it and if you don't that's fine and I will end the episode here so if you've um, listened up to this point thank you very much for staying and I'm probably going to do another one shortly after this okay bye